Welcome to BizBytes, brought to you by Com Together, helping businesses like yours build their brand through telling amazing stories to engage and grow audiences on multiple platforms. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of BizBytes. And the reason I say special episode, it's because I've got a long-term colleague joining me today. Daryl um, has been an integral partner of my product, um, Better Biz. And those of you that are familiar with it will understand it's a TV-style hosted program. And Daryl has been the production partner that I've uh, been working with on that for the longest time. He has a couple of different elements to his businesses, so I thought we've got to get him on the program and explore it a little bit further. So, Daryl, uh, firstly, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. And uh, I guess uh, I, I'm going to treat you like every other guest, and even <laughs> though I know this, um, why don't you uh, do us a favour and introduce both of your businesses? Both of the businesses. Oh, well, that's a bit of a challenge. Um, but I suppose I've been a... Um, a, a video producer for now, probably going on, no, I can't quite work it out, but it's about, it's getting closer to 40 years than 35 years, put it that way. Wow. So um, a long time now. And I started off pretty much in the TV side of uh, of the game and, and working and, and helping uh, d- develop television programs in uh, Channel 9 and um, a, f- a few other places like that making you know tv style documentaries and and then also it was working with a non-profit as well so we were a small production unit and um got to got to know all the things about the tools there and then um started into my own business uh after a period of time uh doing that and so that was that's basically uh one huge part of my business that, that i can just um do uh, what do you what do you say? You could, I could do it blindfold, you know. So um, it, it's a it's a it's a great skill set to have, and um, yeah, I love I love working with businesses to uh, come up with creative ways to put together a story, to put it to get to put it together professionally, and to make it look like a uh, or all those sort of things that we talk about when we talk about broadcast. Uh, broadcast quality, but to do it in, in, a, in a way that's actually, uh, I suppose, value conscious or budget budget friendly doesn't mean that it's as cheap as chips, but it means that you can do it for a quarter of the price of, of what you would if you were, um, you know, working with a with a broadcast uh, it's normal broadcast crew that kind of thing. So that's a big part of the business, and the other part of the business is kind of uh, well, it's not part of that business, but. Another part of my life has has been um, working with people and um, working with, um, I suppose, a part partly with a spiritual sort of a connection, but also uh, looking at coaching and the psychology uh, of people, and 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 that's where this the business around regenerative leadership has come from, and that is uh, really about. Um, about helping helping leaders see a new way of doing business, a new way of uh, being in business, in a way that actually um, regenerates the planet instead of just takes from it, and in a way that regenerates people instead of taking from them, and a way that actually obviously regenerates and builds profits. Um, 
without kind of finding that you're folding because you're too nice and too kind or whatever it is that whatever you some people think of in that that's um side of the field so so yeah it's working with what kind of leader would you need to be to be able to contribute to the the um the people that you're working with alongside um with your staff and also to obviously to your customers um, but also to the planet, you know. So what 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 would that look like as a leader? And, and so I work and uh, help develop uh, leaders in that kind of area. I love that because uh, both, even though you said they're not related, they are related because they are basically basically both about storytelling, and uh, it's just different aspects of how you bring that story. So I hundred percent want to come back to that, but I want to delve a little bit into your story first of all. Um, so you obviously pretty much the career started off in in video TV, right? So was that always the dream? And where did that where did that come from? Where did that start off with? I can remember. Um, I think I can remember walking out of a, a picture theatre uh, as a teenager. Probably uh, might have been fifteen or sixteen or somewhere around there, and um, staring at the night sky, looking at the stars above. And I, I'd just come out of. I think it was. Um, it was Close Encounters of a Third Kind, I think. Oh, like, yes. Love yeah. that movie. And I can just, like, there was kind of a a, a deep feeling uh, within me as I came out of that, um, being fascinated with the world beyond and all of that sort of thing. And then the, the thing that sat with me was this was the power of the story to kind of generate this, bigger thinking about the world and the planet and all of that kind of thing. And it was just done with pictures, music and and sound, you know. So it was, um, and I thought, I, I want to do that. I want to be able to tell stories, to be able to use the um, the effects and, and understand how you use music to 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 uh, to tell a story to, or to bring emotion to things and yeah, all of that kind of stuff, and use pictures. I used to be my very first job was a uh, working in a, a camera shop, and that's because I love to take photographs and um, and the art of a photograph and the nice, clear, sharp things. I think part of the sharpness of photographs was because I was pretty much blind, so <laughs> I love I love love seeing crisp lines and the and the the nice effects that you can get with photos, as opposed to painting a Picasso or a Monet style where. It's kind of all a bit blurry. <laughs> yeah, I, I I totally relate uh, to to that, and and it's funny even going back to Close Encounters. Um, oh, look, I'm I'm no aficionado as far as Academy Awards and things are concerned, but that was certainly, from my recollection, was a sort of a, a a revolutionary movie in the sense of the way that it was filmed, not only the subject matter, but the but the way it was filmed, and it really drew you in. Um, you know, it's one of those few movies that. And I'm not sure that I've seen it more than a couple of times, to be brutally honest, but I remember it vividly, Mm. Um, you know, and I remember watching it early on and I remember watching it several years later and it still kind of, it still holds up in in its own way uh, and certainly very iconic. Um, And if if there's anyone's listening and hasn't watched the movie, do yourself a favour and go and watch the movie because it really is an iconic um, way of of um, not only filming but the storyline and the way it tells stories. So I can totally understand the impact that sort of had and the way it's transferred across to different things and that idea of getting clarity 
um, in the storytelling and the process, and which is obviously what you're alluding to with the photos um, as well. It's such a, um, it's an art. Yeah. And, and I think it's one of the, one of the things that's irked me, and I'm sure it does does you as well, is that since the uh, mobile phone that started having cameras in your pocket, there was a feeling that everybody could take, be a photographer and everyone could be a videographer. But the truth is that um, it is really an art form. There's such a big difference between fluking a good picture, between being a good photographer or videographer and being a great one. And I truly think that there is um, not enough credit is given to people who like yourself who do such an amazing job in that space. But it must there must be a degree of frustration that people's thinking around that. Uh, there is, there is for sure. And I get frustrated with um, with seeing um, some uh, lack of understanding of some of the tools of the craft or some of the storytelling tools and and. Um, conventions, I suppose, that have been established in filmmaking. And you can see quite clearly that um, these guys now that um, might be able to take a photograph um, and now have uh, gone and on and um, pressed the the movie button on the on the on the their digital still camera um, and say that they can make movies now or, or videos. That you can see quite clearly that they haven't done any study on 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 the way to craft a film and they can, yeah, breaking conventions all over the place. Yeah, that's a bit frustrating. So, um, but, yeah. you know, yeah. you find out that people, people, um, they work it out when they take their own one and they listen to it back and, oh, why is it so bad? Why, why is my picture dark? Why can't I hear myself? Well, I can talk to, I can talk to you now and it sounds great. But you know, it can sound really crap when you when you do it just with a phone out, and it doesn't sound the same. It sounds like you're doing it in a toilet often. So you know, there's a whole lot of technology that goes in to make it look easy, and um, it's knowing about that and knowing how you do that and bring it all together that I suppose is um, some of the the finer things about the craft that that elude people who um, just think, oh, yeah, just just point the camera and go, yeah. Yeah, I think it's that old adage, isn't it? Which is true in all parts of business. Just because you te- just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. And I think and I, I think there's a lot of tools out there at the moment which do a disservice to great storytelling because they're there to make life easier. And uh, and and I won't name any of those tools. And and some of them they have a place for certain things, but often when it comes to the really professional looking things, that utilizing someone who's knows how to tell to tell a story uh, and to make it look authentic for that particular brand uh, is so important and such a great differentiator in the market um, I mean like like me I'm sure you've seen so many um, corporate videos or business videos that just make you cringe for so many different reasons um, you know again it's what's why we created, uh, the better biz format because it was really trying to cut through and do all those things that you've you've talked about in terms of making it um, affordable and and great storytelling. Um, but I wanted to ask you about some of the stories that you've been a part of over the years. Are there are there really memorable stories that that stand out for for different reasons? Um, 
not really sure. There's, there's, a, there's a lot that I, um, a lot of them are corporate stories. And so you kind of, you, there's, there is great satisfaction in um, finishing a story. And, and this is for me, you just tie it up in a bow and you just tweak it and tweak it and tweak it until it's, it's you know you you can't you couldn't do it any better. The music's just perfect. The graphics just just sing and uh, you know match to a brand and and it comes through. I did a series. So if we, if we look instead of one video, there was a series of videos I did a couple of years ago, which I really enjoyed. And there was a, it was around the country, um, and we picked a number of customers of. Um, this big uh, roofing brand, uh, they, they make roofing and cladding for houses and things. And um, we went to their customers um, and we interviewed them and we we filmed around their premises, looked at uh, some of the, the work that they'd been doing and just pulled those together into nice little two-minute stories. And um, there's a lot of work. There's, there's probably, you know, a good week's work in just pulling together that um, two-minute story uh, and then, you know, all the organisation that went on beforehand to to make sure that it fitted into calendars and things. And, uh, yeah, they came together really well. So it was really nice to be able to... What I, what I see it as is being um, true to the person's story that you... It's a, it's a little bit like these things where, where you're trying to help the person tell their own story but help them... You, you pull out all the stuff that that um, doesn't help the story, so you pull out that bit. No, that doesn't that doesn't add to the story. That doesn't build the story. That doesn't help us understand what you do more. That doesn't understand if that doesn't help us understand how you felt about that little bit. Right, we'll take that bit out, and you know, there's a that's the editing process, and I, I really quite enjoy that as well. Yeah, so yeah, there's some good ones like that. And I, I totally understand uh, where you're coming from because uh, certainly in the early part of my career um, uh, in, in training part, I, I remember lugging some big cameras on, on my shoulders. I'm sure you've done that. Yeah. Uh, and I certainly remember sitting in the editing suite, particularly when I was working in, in TV news. And and whilst today we've become even more aware of the pressures of, of time, uh, people recording a lot more videos in making them succinct and to the point because people's attention span is so short, um, which is sad but true. Um, and it's and it's interesting being part of that editing process because I know when uh, I used to uh, oversee the recording of a lot of news breaks that you would see during the day, and news breaks have a, like, in those days it was about 45 seconds, I think, and once you eliminated the intro bit of music and outro bit of music promoting when the uh, the bulletin was going to be, you were left with not a lot. And it's fascinating to try and get the words, the pictures, and as you say, the music. Whilst in news, music isn't as big an element, certainly when you move out of the news space, music can just completely change the way you do things. And I think there's a lack of perhaps lack of understanding and appreciation of how involved that whole process actually is. Because as you say, to create two minutes of perfect video can be several days in the making. 
Yes, no, it's definitely a long one. Another uh, project that I did for five or six years was a, a, a national award show, and that was another travelling around the country. It's the way I've got to travel around the country, actually. It's the the only way, but it's good. Like, you get to point at things. And um, so do, do, this is a, um, an electrical contractors awards show. And um, so in each state there was an association and we'd go around and they'd nominate um probably three or four projects across nine categories so they had so so in each state then i'd, I'd be filming but up to, from 12 up to about 20 different projects and i'd travel around and what we do is we'd write we had a whole process so i had it really down to a fine art so we could get around we could get around it quick and do it therefore cost effectively um but also in the editing that i'd make sure that i got all my shots and um, normally for each of those sorts of things, you'd spend half a day on each project. But I got it down to a system where um, I could actually, the technical system I could actually carry in my, um, between my, my, my a backpack kind of thing and, a, and one, one handbag. And then that was kind of, I could get on and off a plane quick so I didn't have to do go through, through um you know, pick up a bag, suitcase or anything. I could get on site and I would be able to film to the script, which was prepared beforehand. So we made sure we had our script done. And I could I could do that within an hour at each location. And then I could do about six or seven of those in a day instead of, um, you know, one or two, which a conventional approach would, would take us. So um, that was that was a bit of fun trying to engineer that all together, get, getting all that together and quite... Um, quite satisfying when you see you've hit the deadline and there it is, it goes out on the screen and, and they've all had a wonderful night, you know, with all the all these little um, little great little bits of video up there. Yeah. And I think I think there's a couple of things there. There's the, the technology part is amazing these days and being able to being able to do that. Uh, you know, I, to back in my old days and learning how to splice tape. I certainly remember that in working. Yeah, I, for, uh, I remember that to the ABC. You know, you'd sit in there splice tape, and I remember uh, at university recording a uh, a documentary, and uh, we managed to change. We, we were looking to change the tense of a word. It was something that was ending in ed, and we just wanted it to finish on the normal version yeah. of that. I can't remember the word, but what I do remember is we somehow managed to get the effectively the E out and not the D, which was <laughs> quite mind-boggling um, that we did at the time. But, you know, those days it's, it's so much easier now in technology and 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 doing those things. But, but getting back to the storytelling, I mean, I think that must be the interesting thing. You've got to see things that, and experience things that you wouldn't otherwise, right? So getting that perspective on, as you say, those electrical contractors and things, it's so interesting to be able to get that bird's eye view on something and just be there as a as a visual and experience in that that and and be on location. There's a, there's a buzz around that, isn't there? There's a there's a whole variety in this, and and some people, you know, that they've talked to me uh, when it comes up to to uh, making a video. Oh, but have you done? this particular kind of video i want to see this particular kind of video that you've done in your in your reel i need to know that you can do our video and the interesting thing is i can do any video because it's the the it's like this is a little bit like coaching as well you you don't have to be an expert in the person's problem okay and then in the, in the person's area of expertise 
uh, or you don't have to be um, an expert like an electrical contractor to to be able to tell their story. All you need to do is to be able to ask the right questions and to point the camera, you know, and then actually put it together, knowing the structure of how a story works, make sure that you've got that all and that the communication flows sm smoothly. That's where my expertise was in that in, and is in that particular area. And the same in coaching, it's the structure of how you resolve an issue. It's not actually expertise in the in the problem that's being faced, if, it, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, so so that's quite interesting. And, and then as you go around, yes, there's such a variety of different types of businesses that you're going and you go, okay, as long as I can ask the right questions, then I can focus on the right things and um, and help them tell their story. So you're facilitating the story that they're trying to get across and, make, and helping them to tell a better story in a way that they never would be able to do without of the story of the the video storyteller in that sense yeah and i think that's an important aspect really is that that having experienced so much from an observational point of view that you can see the stories behind how things are put together and often it does take someone who is an independent eye to be able to understand the power of what's there and be able to prod a little bit further into into things and I, I I'm forever fascinated by why people do what they do and I suppose that's a we it's probably a good cue to ask you ask you that because I know we talked about the, the from the uh from going back to the movie theater days and things but what what did your parents do what did your grandparents do did there was there any any linkage between what you're doing and what they were doing well um my parents my my father was he started off as a landscape gardener, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know if that's interesting or not. Anyway, he was, I think he started with an idea of going to farming, then it moved to landscape gardening. Then he became a trade unionist, like he was a trade union leader. Um, and um, But he, on the side, he was quite an artist. So he would uh, be painting, doing pointillism and stuff, and then he'd be playing the flute, uh, learning, he self-taught on the flute. And then he also did his own, had his own little radio shows that he would occasionally do as well, um, as well as being uh, a kind of a, a lay preacher. So he was a, he would, yeah, he would help out with the, the preaching. Storytelling is in the blood, right? Because <laughs> even, even landscape gardening is effectively just telling a story in a garden. Yeah, I'm not sure about how the trade union bit fits into that equation, but I'm well, sure there is a linkage in that, in that storytelling as well. Well, I think it's that's that's the people focus, you know, and, and mm. how how you really can you you want to get um, be an advocate for people, so um, and an advocate advocate for the worker in that sense. And that's, I think that's that's me. I'd love to be an advocate for people uh, in in helping them tell their stories in that sense, uh, helping them to be able to tell the right story at the right time to help them build their lives, to build their their ability to transform in whatever way that is, you know, with their businesses all their life. Yeah. Uh, and it is, and it probably brings us back to where you're where you're going and as you're describing this other um so the arm to the business or the other business that you've got in in working with people very directly uh, and bringing those things out in them, and I think it's 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 a really powerful idea, and 
it's one that those that bother to spend the time and want to focus on it realize how much potential there is and and I pity those who gloss over it to be honest because um we are as humans forever fascinated by people's stories and it's what we relate to um you know I think you and I hit it off from day one and it was as much about sharing some of these stories that we've sort of touched on a little bit today but that's that's what makes us human and what makes us relatable otherwise we'd all just be clicking for whoever is the the best and not really worry about that human contact and i think you and i at the at the at the front the of of human that human element and trying to bring that story out um how open do you feel do you find people are to to doing that do, do you have to push it I look, there's always there's always an, an element of of pushing because psychologically we want to stay safe and we want to stay um, you know comfortable. <laughs> we love comfort, and comfort is that thing that drags us back into the sand. So, um, so this is really it is really just it is gently gently pushing and te- teasing in some ways, but to to pull the story out, but also to challenge to go just a little bit a little bit further. And um, so I find that is there's great value in in doing that, but doing it in a way that um, isn't presumptuous and isn't um, uh, gratuitous, shall we say? It's it's a way that actually, because we know that if we go just a little bit deeper, it's going to um, it's going to it's going to be a better story for it, and it actually reveals as as you know you would talk about that authentic part of the story. It's not just a cliched you know, a top top surface level, you can dig in a bit deeper and then we then we can actually connect as humans to that story and we can go, ah, that's that's interesting. Like I'm engaged now, you know, I, I really like that. Yeah. It's it's um it's really interesting that people are often scared about it or or it maybe scared's not always the right word. Uh, I, I think people are believe that their story is nothing special and therefore not worth telling. But um, I think as even, even we just spoke about, you know, about your father and about uh, things that happen, you know, the, you know, watching the movie in, in when you were younger, everyone's got a story. And yeah. those stories are just, um, you know, they draw us in and they make us want to align with those people. And, and I think that's really at the core of it. Um, you know, we all have to do business with people all the time. And why not do it with people that we enjoy being part of? Because they're more likely to get us and they're more likely to deliver for us because they understand who we are. But you have to take the time to not only watch and listen to their story, but you have to deliver your own. And I think that's the important thing is, is that getting out there and delivering your own story is just super critical, and it should be. It, it's not enough emphasis is is taught about it. I I find it um, amazing that I've spoken to so many professional business leaders over the last you know thirty years or more, and how often people understand the idea of story but don't really understand story. Yeah, oh, it's challenging because you know. You can study story structure and things like that, and and that can be really helpful. Um, and then to actually know, um, I think it's, it's uh, what's his name, Campbell. There's basically only 
one story, <laughs> like the hero's journey kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, and, and once you once you can find out where your life works in with with those elements of of, of the basic story, the great mythical story that is, you know, that we can identify with so much, then um, then that can really help. Um, but yeah, no, the story is great, and I th- but it, I think it is that authentic part. It is it is people connecting with people. And it is therefore, it is um, just going going along and revealing a bit more of that humanity and the struggle. And I think we all like to learn, and we learn through stories. We learn best through stories, uh, and also by falling over. So our own stories of when we fell over, and then we got up again, and we got on with it. That's actually we like hunger for for knowing for for understanding that and going oh how did they do that what was like what was that like and okay yeah right okay i got that now yeah and so that actually helps us to understand how life works more you know how other people's experiences of where they fell down where they got up again where they conquered the dragon you know where they climbed the mountain and where they they face their fears and uh, you know all of that kind of stuff and and we we just we can't get enough of that as human beings I think and it's funny isn't it because we don't think about it but really from the youngest age we're trading stories if you think about watching if you watch kids in in preschool um, there you know and 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 from there up they're trading stories about this is what happened on the weekend. This is what my mum said. This is what I saw on TV. This is true. This is not true. And sometimes they're making it up, of course, at that age and other times not. But but it's this endless trading of stories. How do we do, how do we make new friends and, and lifelong partners? It's because we meet them and we start trading stories. And if those stories become relatable, put a smile on our faces, um, then we're going to want more of it. And um, and that's how relationships build. And business is no different to that. You know, yeah. we, we end up, uh, the secret to getting lots of good referrals is because you've built up terrific relationships with your existing clients and suppliers and partners and that they have great stories to tell about you and they're very, and it's on in the front of their mind. So they're wanting to share those stories and other people are going, well, I want something of that. I want to be part of that story as well. Um, you know, it's a movies have taught us so much. I'm 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 a big believer in the fact that the media in its broader sense leads business. It really, you know, we've all become each each business has become a little media conglomerate in the way that we have to distribute information and things. And the way that we have to tell stories is being led by what media does so well, and uh, I'm including film and TV, and you yes. know, not just not just news and social media in that. Um, it's 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 huge, and um, the more that you take the time as a business to engage with that, the better off you're going to be. Absolutely, yeah. No, it's it's um, it is quite incredible, and, and we are. I, I think um, even. Um, there's a, there's a few business specialists and those are the top of the tree that like to tell everyone how to do everything um, and who are good at it as well. Um, they're basically telling us a lot that, that in fact, we every, every business owner in a way 
needs to be a marketing specialist in a way. They need to be the marketing of the, and marketing is the telling of the story of the business and the story of how their business meets need and all of that kind of thing. But then that's the that's the content, they're the face of it, or whether they're the face or not, but that's the part of it. The story of the business is the important thing. It's The delivery is assumed. You've got to be able to deliver you know what you say you do but it's actually this the, the telling of the story on top that is um needs to be the specialty and the thing that is focused on within a business of how they do business um yeah so it's, it's a big deal this the, as you say that that storytelling part of it now daryl you and i both know we could talk for a very long time so we're going to uh, just before we wrap it up i like to ask all of my guests this question um is there an aha moment that your clients have with you that you wish others kind of knew in advance so perhaps there'd be more people signing up to uh, to be part of your both of your businesses? Is there something where you commonly see people go, oh, yeah, I get it? I think when the, for, for me, it's sometimes it's only on the other side in some ways. Uh, when they work out what a difference a good story is like a professionally told one versus what they were expecting. Um, so, you know, often you'll get a, a, a business that would say, well, we just need a video. We just need a video. And there's no thought into uh, what's the intention of it. What do you want people to feel when they fit and do and act? How do you want them to act when they finish watching the video? What? What, how are we going to structure it to, to maximise that? And then being able to then deliver them a piece and for them to be absolutely delighted and know that this is the piece that's going to communicate their story so well. Um, and, yeah, getting to them at the point where they get, ah, yes, this 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 is what I want. This is what I wanted all along. This is the – and I get one, one client, he says, this – he looked at my video and he says, this is this is how we do it. This is how we do it now. And like, yeah, okay, well, good. Beforehand, it would have just been, you know, some basic thing that they thought they knew how to do, you know. <laughs> I think I think for those of us that are in the creative space, we totally understand that it's that um that emotion and that how people feel at the end is such a big thing. And often people don't have that vision. And I think there's a trust that has to go into the people that are leading that creative process. I know you do an amazing job with it. And I, I love the fact that we get the opportunity to work together so consistently. And uh, anyone wants to find out more about Better Biz, of course, they can come and talk to me. But Daryl, we're going to share all of your details and information in the story notes of this. Thank you for being a tremendous guest on, on Biz Bites. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate hearing about your story and talking about story. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. It's been a pleasure to be here. And we look forward to having your company again on another edition of BizBytes coming soon. BizBytes is brought to you by Com Together for all your marketing needs so you can build your brand, engage audiences on multiple platforms. Go to comtogether.com.au, follow the links to book an appointment for a free consultation.